Today on the Zabecast, the election could not have gone any worse if you scripted it, which makes me think, hey, wait a minute. Notorious J.A.Y. joins me. We'll talk NFL wives who just need to zip it, Saturday morning cartoons, and of course, arousing FTG. All that plus Sunburn Bowl 2 is a go. Beach week for unsupervised adults. Your high test, not street legal. 30-minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. Oh, here we go. Thursday, November 5th, 2020, and wow, wow, you, you, 2020, you just keep on delivering surprise after surprise after surprise, and not in a good way either. We are still in limbo as of this taping. 24 hours after the polls closed on Election Day 2020. And I believe we will be in limbo for weeks to come. I believe this thing is going all the way to the Supreme Court. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'll be wrong. I just don't I don't see any other way. I think both sides are so at each other's throats. I think Trump himself, being an outsider, has nothing to lose because he doesn't aspire to be a career politician. He's not a politician, so why not? Of all the guys that don't give a fuck, it's Donald J. Trump. So I think he'll press it to the hilt as far as it can go, and we'll just see. But there are votes still being counted as we speak, and that, to me, is the biggest debacle of the entire night, no matter who you voted for. We are the country that cannot fucking count. Are you kidding me? The things that we're finding out and the processes to to take a tour of the election night sausage factory that we have in the last 24 hours is a, oh my fucking Lord, really? To hear these local county election board members on CNN via Skype talk and you're like, oh my God, you're in charge of counting? No wonder why. Things are going the way they're going. Nevada (laughs) said on Wednesday afternoon that they would move up their schedule of releasing their vote totals because of the interest in the outcome of how the state vote. No shit. Uh, you, You were wondering if we were curious as to how things went. My goodness. Antrim County, Michigan, apparently added an extra digit to their vote total. Whoops. Instead of 134,000-plus votes for Joe Biden, it was only supposed to be 13,400-some-odd votes. Whoops. Whoops. Sorry about that. Unbelievable. Other counties. There was another county, apparently, that switched the columns. Oh, Oh, it was this much for Trump and that much for Biden. Whoops. Some ballot drops involving 100% in favor of Joe Biden. None of those similar ballot drops 100% in favor of Trump. Turnout in the state of Wisconsin. 
widely shared on social media as exceeding the number of registered voters. I believe that has been disproven. This stat, I don't know if it's been disproven. Only time will tell from reputable sources. But apparently turnout, which had been in the high 60s to tickling 70% of registered voters in the state of Wisconsin in the last couple cycles, 92%. you got to be kidding me. Say what you want about who you want. You can't say this was a good, clean outcome. It's just embarrassing. And I'll talk to Jay about it in just a second as to what would be his foolproof, unfuck-upable system to have better elections. The state that did the best was Florida. Florida, which was you know routinely mocked as being Florida man, dot, 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 a bunch of rednecks in their trailers in Florida. <laughs> Guess what? Third most populous state in the union, had their shit together, had their vote totals tight, and delivered a result on election night. What a novel thought. Now, I know that Republicans in, I believe, Wisconsin and Michigan actually moved in a court uh, motion to not count the mail-in ballots first. They wanted them counted later. I don't know why they decided that. That could end up turning out to be a huge disaster. But that said, there's got to be a better way. I mean, any other way than this would be it. The problem is, and this is I was thinking this out, you know, so we need a good national federal system for voting in our presidential elections. Problem is our society is not set up that way. Our, our system of governance is not set up that way. Uh, part of the problem and the glory at the same time of a federal republic of states is that we don't institute, for the most part, one size fits all. It's up to the states to say, here's how we're going to vote. Other than the day of the election, which is kind of the one thing that is, I want to say set in stone, but now they're fudging on that, certain states are. They're left to their own devices. If Utah wants to vote a certain way, do things this way, and Mississippi wants to do it differently, God bless America, that's what we are. We are a bundle of 50 quite different states all flying under the same flag. And I don't think it's desirable to have a one-size-fits-all system. I mean, what if the one-size-fits-all system for how to vote in national elections is crafted under a, an administration of the opposing party that you fucking hate. Then you're like, oh shit, we got to now go change this. Also, I don't think it'd be a very popular issue. I think most people don't care. Many of you think the vote's accurate enough. The depressing feeling I have is that America is surely in its fat Elvis stage of existence. And that last night, election night, Fat Elvis America got completely shit-faced. Ordered Grubhub from four different restaurants. Ended up shooting his big screen six times thinking he was changing the channel and then vomited all over himself in a pile of filth and half-eaten Chinese food and still hasn't woken up the next day. That, to me, is what America feels like. And that's regardless of who you wanted to win and who you voted for. And we all know that fat Elvis America needs help. We want him to get help. We're trying to get him help. But he just won't take it. And it might be beyond the point of no return. I don't know. 
I guess an alternate analogy I thought about was this is almost like the two parties. And not just the two parties, but the two people that vote for the two parties. Remember, you can decry the two-party system all you want, but believe me, the the split in how this party thi- and how this country thinks between the two parties for the most part is deep. There is a big philosophical difference in in what constitutes good governance between those who vote blue and those who vote red. And I don't think it's reconcilable at this point. I think we've we've grown too far apart like a bad marriage. It would be great if we could amicably go our separate ways. And yeah, I'm fucking serious. Seceding from each other, splitting the country in two would be, I think, a great idea. I don't have all the specs, don't tell me. But I, I'm, I don't know about you, and hell, you might be on the other side of this divorce. You might say, you're right. I'm ready for a divorce. You go your way, govern the way you like, we'll go our way. We'll create some we'll split up the military assets. We'll we'll chop the tanks half and half. We'll share some and we'll have trade agreements obviously as sovereign nations and we'll maybe uh we'll we'll share some security. Although I don't know if I really do you, can we really count on the other side to protect us in the case of a war? Okay. That'd be sticky. Hey, if somebody has read a detailed plan on how America could get an amicable divorce let me know a a genuine bona fide article that says so you've decided you want to secede from the union here's a pamphlet if someone smart has written that i'd like to read it because i haven't thought it out but i i feel that way right now because remember no matter who wins in the end by what method by hook or by crook by lawsuit or supreme court decision never forget almost as many million people voted for that other asshole that you hate that other drooling idiotic stupid loser and we got to live with them then you got to live with us vice versa it's too bad more importantly the i guess the alternate analogy i was going to say is that this is like two trust fund kids at an estate hearing their rich daddy has finally passed away and the two kids have wildly different ideas about what should be done with the bounty, with the money, with the homes, with the business that their father has left them in his passing. And it is getting nastier and nastier between the two parties. Never been in that situation before. I think I've seen it represented in various movies, and I can kind of understand how heated it would get. But the greatness of America has been bestowed upon these two warring factions now in the estate hearing, and it is not going well. Even worse is I got a text from my wife today saying that, you know, she had a good talk, but a very somber talk with our youngest daughter, who was feeling quite anxious and stressed about the outcome of the election. Because young people are anxious and stressed these days about everything. And this has been portrayed to them by constant messaging in the media and social media as super important. And yeah, it is, sort of, but then again, they're 18 years old. It's not fucking important, okay? In the big scheme of things. They shouldn't be this worried and this engaged and activated in politics. They should be living their lives. Yeah, vote one way. Yeah, be educated. But at the end of the day, 
do it and be done with it, move on. And that's true of those of us who are older, especially as we get older. And we're going to have bigger things to worry about, possible health issues. And the fact that, hey, our number is all coming up at some point. So even though maybe the nation's greatness is behind it, what about your personal greatness? What about yours? What about your family? What about your purpose on this earth? What about it? What about what you do, whether it's for work or for enjoyment or for a hobby? Find your joy. Know your why, as Robert Griffin III says, and set forth despite whatever election results may come. One last thing. I saw Cardi B on social media, big Biden supporter. Whatever. Cardi B was smoking three cigarettes at once, nervously, sweating out the results last night. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, what are you worried about? Are you really? Think of the sheer irrationality to put that much emotion when you're Cardi fucking B, a super rich black pop icon with WAP. You really care that much? About this election? How's that going to change your life exactly? Right. It's not. Go back to shaking it, making videos, put the smokes down, and relax. But see, that's the thing. That's what the current culture, and especially social media, has ginned us up to do. It's ginned us up to be more involved and care more about it than is absolutely healthy. All right, let's talk to Notorious J-A-Y. All right, time now to talk to my man, Notorious J-A-Y. Yeah, boy. How we doing? We are tired. I was up till 4.50 in the morning watching results, and I just was like, I got to go to sleep now. Yeah. Can you stay up for four weeks? Because I think it's going to go long into the legal system. But that's just me. Do you think it'll go to the Supreme Court? Uh, What? It, it, it's it's all it'll be futile. So Why? if he wants to act, what's I mean, he going to go to the Supreme Court for to, to to test the validities of the vote of the state that he's going to win? He's going to win Pennsylvania more than likely. Why is he going to go to the Supreme Court for well, Pennsylvania? Well, well, if he wins Pennsylvania and he wins Arizona, if Arizona flips, that's it. And then Biden will sue. I'm telling you, Jay. If Bush v. Gore went to the Supreme Court, this one's going. But that okay. maybe that's just my cynical thinking. Anyway, before we get into fun stuff today, do you have a statement to reunite America? This was a Twitter theme today. Post a statement <laughs> to reunite America, and people were coming up with all kinds of funny suggestions like, candy corn is straight trash. <laughs> And most people say, okay, that can can unite us. I actually like candy corn. I'm one of the 4% that... I, I actually like... I, I like the candy corn, though, the one that is shaped like the little pumpkin. Oh, that is, yeah. It's even more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's one. Uh, oral sex is still not cheating. That's from Tony Bruno. Okay. That might be, you know, at the one-sided debate. Men usually go one side on that one, but uh, okay. Okay. Uh, the Warriors blew a 3-1 lead. 
Post, people hate the Warriors. Post one statement that can unite the country. Carol Baskin killed her husband. That that one is, is probably that that's leader in the clubhouse. That is true. <laughs> okay. Nobody wants to bring that up. One st- post one statement that can unite the country. My dog is awesome. <laughs> Adam Gase is a terrible coach. Again, all true statements. Lamar Jackson is overrated. How about that? Here, here's a, oh, we'll get into that. Here's another one. I am very excited about the return of mattress commercials, not election ads, to my TV. <laughs> okay, that's funny too. You like that one, right? <laughs> that one's funny. All right. Uh, when the Patriots lose, America wins. <laughs> uh, I, who did I? Um, Terrence, Terrence Moore. Do you know Terrence Moore, the writer? Used yes. to write for the Atlanta Journal. Terrence Moore wrote an article that said Bill Belichick is the most overrated coach in NFL history. Well, that's a hot I li- that's I a literally hot wanted right to, there. I literally wanted to run my car through a brick yeah. wall when I read that. Thanks. You're reaching now, Terrence. Thanks, Thanks Terrence. Uh, the slow news day, huh? Okay. Good yeah, one. exactly. How, yeah. Long, how, how long did you have that one in the deep freezer? Thaw that thing yeah. out. <laughs> uh, here's one. King George III had us in the first half, not going to lie. That's <laughs> uh, pretty funny. Okay, let's get first of all before we get to the good stuff. Do you have a foolproof, unfuckable system that's better for running our elections than what we got last night? Um, uh, everybody who uh, votes, you have to uh, make a chalk outline. <laughs> make, <No>. make a chalk, <laughs> and that's it. That seems to be. The best way, even though it took me like nine minutes to vote. Right. I, I went went in, went out, boom, boom, boom. It 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 was quick as quick and painless. Yeah. the The vote by mail it, it was not vetted. Uh, it is rife with irregularities. Nobody knows where some of these things are coming from. In theory, it's a good idea. They can say, "Oh, but we check it with the voter rolls. We check it with the IDs." You still can't get. Somebody posted. They're like. I can get a receipt that's a foot fucking long for a tube of toothpaste at CVS. I can't get a receipt to prove that I my vote was actually counted. Which that's a well. Wait, I thought they always every time I vote they give you something that says you voted. That's not a receipt, Jay. That's a sticker for your fucking shirt. No, 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 no. They get no every time you vote. No, they I've give never, you this thing. This, I've this never, readout. I've never gotten that. Well, not maybe in Virginia. Maybe in bumfuck Virginia, they don't do that. They have done that here. They have done that here in Maryland. How about this? At a minimum, if we're going to do mail-in balloting and that stuff, those ballots have to be in a week before the election, and they have to be counted and verified the week leading up to the day of the election. So there is no last-minute funny business. How about that? What last-minute funny business is going on? What do you oh, mean last-minute? Oh, don't. Jesus Christ, Jay. Come on, man. Even if you're... Wait, are you serious? A hundred so, so percent. Wait a minute. So how come, last, how come four years ago when everybody cried that it was a Russian uh, conspiracy, nobody wanted to hear that shit? No, no. But now four, years, now, now four years later, there's a new one, and it's on the Democrats' side. It's always going to be fucking something. Okay. It's like, it's, it's like voting... For the goddamn BCF, there's always going to be bitching wow. and moaning. Okay. I'm sick of this shit. It's okay. always going to be so, 2000. It was bitching and moaning. It so was when, bitching and moaning in Obama. Okay. It was always bitching and moaning. So you think 
four different states simultaneously. Oh, Un- God. What are you all godding me? I'm just giving facts. I, I, I know it. Well, you're not giving facts. All right. You're a fact. No, no, no. But I know it. I go, go ahead. Right. This is a fact. Four states stopped counting at the same time, which has never been done before an election, and said, ah, we'll get to it tomorrow. And then overnight, a bunch of ballots showed up that erased big leads, all for one candidate, in a bunch of different states. How about Georgia? How about the Attorney General of Georgia going, oh, no, you know no, what? No, 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 no. Don't no, help out, well, don't if, out no, me. If, Answer if, my if question. You're gonna, if you're going to give me facts, yep. I'm going to give you facts. Okay. They do it on both sides. Oh, so why are you bitching? Okay. Everybody says, but I just said it. It's always going to be bitching. Okay. It's well, not then, perfect. Then okay. Well then don't you want then as a concerned voter to tighten this shit up? <laughs> this is a country born on cheating. Okay. It's never gonna happen. All right. Fair enough. I mean uh, Fair I, enough. I, it's good enough for, what, it's good what, enough for you if you don't want to tighten it up. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. So so now we're gonna tighten it up all of a sudden. That's the, like I said, it's been loosey goosey okay. forever. Right. Okay. Okay. Do you want elections, Jay, in which we don't know the fucking result for three days? Again, here, here's my what answer, are you do? answer the question. Of course, no, no, of course I do. Okay, well, but that doesn't guess mean what? it's going to happen. All right, well, increasingly, the last several cycles, we've not been able to pull it off. To me, that's a problem. This does not inspire faith in confidence in the system. I don't know. Okay. I know it's fucked up. You know it, but, but you have you, no you have but, no desire to tighten it up. No, no, no. You're not listening to what I'm saying. All right. I, of course, I, of course, I want it better. I know it ain't going to get me better because we're fucked okay. up. All right. well, that is I, my point. I, I just I asked you. I have no. I just I asked have no you, hope. I. <laughs> well, I, I'm without hope too. But I I just asked you if you had a foolproof, unfuckable system. Unfuck up the system to count votes, and you sort of pass on it. We're, you, you pass we're on America. It like, doesn't matter. We okay. fuck up a good wet dream. Okay, then we move on. We move on. <laughs> to fur- we move on to further action. Same set of downs. <laughs> like no name football. We can't get we can't get into replay right. <laughs> we're gonna get elections right. Come on. Okay. Well, you know, some would say elections are a little bit more important than a football game, but well, of course they are. Okay. I I I, I have no. All right. That said, more importantly, you send me a link to a great video on YouTube called Super 70s Saturday Morning Cartoon Intros for the Motherfucking Win. I added the for the, for the Motherfucking Win on the end, but you get the point. This, yeah. where do you want to go with this? Because as soon as I started listening to it, I was like, ah, I'm 10 years old again. I've got a bowl of cereal big enough to give somebody diabetic shock, and I'm sitting cross-legged two feet in front of a giant tube TV in my parents' living room. That's exact. Well, as we like to joke, we had doppelganger upbringings. I, I saw myself at 9 to 10 years old. It's 8.30. I have a 10 o'clock football game, and I have a big bowl of tricks. <laughs> and I'm just eating that before my dad yelled at me to get in the car and let's go to the game. That's exactly what was going on in, in my house, 9 o'clock on Saturday morning. All right, let's start with the goat here. Just tell me if you can hear this through the Bluetooth connection or not. Can you hear it? 
We know every part by heart. <laughs> Overturn. Yes. God damn it. So good. <laughs> this, 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 the night of night. When? <laughs> On with the show. This is, this is it. Oh, God. Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny. Then the parade of the other now politically incorrect characters like Speedy <laughs> Gonzalez. When I will <laughs> on with the show, this is it. <laughs> oh, there we go. And also starring my fast feathered friend, the Roadrunner. <laughs> you always leave with your best material, you know. Runner, if he catches you. Such good times. All right, so this is a 36-minute video. Tell me what yeah, you want. How about we jump to two minutes and jump 40. Away. Hold on, 244, absolutely oh, one of the greats. Anchor for a hunk of cheese. Here we go, Jay. It was perfectly okay to provide as a role model a severely, morbidly obese young black kid with a bunch of buddies in the old junkyard with Bill Cosby. Yeah, one guy named Mushmouth, one guy named Mushmouth who couldn't talk. Holy shit, Cosby looks so young in that. He was so young, but I cocaine forgot. Was, I forgot cocaine how young. was really strong in the 70s that that show got made. <laughs> that, wow. that show got right. made. So was, uh, was, uh, was the Cosby kids good or not so good for your people? That's a, a great question. As as a sort of a beacon on the hill, I can go, I can go for or against on <laughs> you this. You can debate. argue either way. Okay. I can argue both sides. Like I said, because there was a character named Mushmouth, right, <laughs> who was not good for our people, but they always had a good lesson, right, at on the end. being yes at, at the end. So right. it's good and bad. Yeah, but then who the guy who was who the one that said, "Hey Rudy, hey Rudy, hey Rudy." Um, that was, um, oh, oh, what was this? Oh, the guy with the, with the hat. Oh my God. I can't remember his name, but I know you talked The hat over his eyes, right? Where the, the eye cuddle. Uh, yeah. Cast Fat Albert. There we go. Let's find this right now. Uh, oh, this, uh, there's a 2004 movie. IMDB. Okay. Fat Albert Cosby Kids, 1972 to 1975. Uh, let's see. Then, Weird- then they had a, then they had a reincarnation. They had a second reincarnation. Yeah. Okay. Weird Harold was one of the Weird, characters. Yes. He was a tall one. He was a tall one. What 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 just happened here? A uh, Weird Harold, Dumb Donald, Bucky, Dumb Donald. Yeah. And Bucky, Rudy. Yeah. Well, certainly Dumb Donald would not fly today, and they would never cast the main character as a kid morbidly obese at twelve years old. I mean, Fat Albert <laughs> was probably three hundred and sixty pounds. If he was, he was three. He was three. Bill. He was three. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Ken Beatrice would say, "You know, I had him at three seventy-five at the combine. I swear to God, good three technique tackle, though. I think he could fit into a lot of defenses if he doesn't well, die." I, <laughs> well, no, because I was, I was, 
because I heard you, because you know I listened to the podcast and I heard you. you on with KB and um, how and, did you, um, um, how did you like the something different podcast, Drew and KB? Well, you started it off with the the quickest music ever, but you knew it was something good. The CBS. Uh, yeah. special edition. Special presentation. Whenever, whenever, Didn't whenever that... you heard that, you, you heard you say it was Charlie Brown, it was something from Charlie Brown, or some sort of good movie. Every time I hear that, I think Charlie Brown's coming on. And First did, thing I think of. Was that what inspired you to say, hey, I want to go find the old classic cartoons just hearing that thing? Yeah, because I said, did other networks have something iconic? And ABC had a after-school special jingle NBC didn't really have anything great. Right. And that's why that's why I was like the other net. And now and now a Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Which by the way, outrage is not on TV this year, first time since I am very upset about yeah. that. Yeah. It is bad. Okay. Uh next up on the Super Seventies uh uh cartoons, the very next one, Johnny Motherfucking Quest. Dinosaurs. Such peril for Johnny Quest. Machine guns, robotic spiders. It made no fucking sense. We didn't care. Mummies. Why the fuck were there mummies? Guys in scuba suits shooting machine guns. Haji, is that a would that character fly nowadays? Haji, yeah, no, I don't think uh, Johnny Haji, right? Let's see, snakes. Weird lizards on leashes. It was almost like the creators of Johnny Quest just said, yeah, fucking throw all this cool shit kids would like in there. Doesn't even make, now, need to make sense. Now, again, now when it came to my cartoons, I don't know about you, but I had a regimented following. I, I, was, a, I was a two network guy. I was an ABC or CBS guy. I don't, I don't know about you because uh, like uh, Great Ape, came on ABC. Wow. Uh, Dude, Speed Buggy came on ABC. I watched, of course, I watched the, the Looney Tunes. Uh, Pac-Man was an ABC. I was more of an ABC guy. Okay. I, I don't, don't know. I don't remember the networks to save my life. Do you remember? There was a time where they would preview on a Friday night what the, what the fall season for the cartoons would be. Uh, for Saturday morning, ABC would put aside an hour on a Friday night to tell you the new cartoons. <laughs> That's how big cartoons were. I don't know. I don't. I, re- I know that. I don't remember that it. Have, that, I don't remember, but I take your I take your word for it. I am not. I am not bullshitting you on that. And also on on ABC, what put ABC over the top <laughs> is being the best network for cartoons was Schoolhouse Rock. Yes, yeah, Schoolhouse Rock was fantastic. Yeah. I'm just a bill sitting here yeah. on Capitol Hill. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and I, my favorite story about that, I, uh, I passed, not passed, but got put over the top in college because on a, on a, um, American history test, the teacher threw in the preamble and I was like, fuck, I didn't study that. And then I <laughs> sat there and sang the, sang the words, got it all right. Uh, went up there you go teach there you go i'm the shit 
This, uh, thank you, Schoolhouse Rock. Thank you, Schoolhouse Rock. You saved my ass. You <laughs> saved my you. ass. That's right. Yeah. All right. Th- there's commercials in here for toys we had as kids as well, which were bad ass as a f- as a mofo. Uh, fifteen forty, the Flying Aces flight deck by Mattel. <laughs> I, had, I had I had this piece of shit, and it didn't work as advertised. But goddamn it, did I love it! Flying Aces, U.S., Russian, Canadian, Chinese. You put them on the Flying Aces flight deck to launch them into action. You- Basically, it was uh, it was a rubber band powered. Two runway <laughs> handheld. It was like a handheld trigger thing, and these little foam airplanes you would shoot into the air, and it was so you, fun. You can fly a jet solo, a launch a squadron together, and chase him into the sky. Chase him into the a sky. Aces flight deck with the planes that fly as good as they look. Flying Aces Flight Deck comes with two Flying Aces Jets and Flight Deck from Mattel. From Mattel. Yeah. I, I don't think this commercial is in there, but the goat of all commercials, and, and God bless our parents for buying us any shitty toy that we saw. The Evil Knievel here uh, it motorcycle. Is. Here it is okay. right here, coming up. Sends him over a hundred feet at top speed. Lifty loop, and he's not through yet. Into the dragster. Evil oh, that's right, the evil Knievel dragster. By the way, the stunts they showed the evil Knievel. I didn't do one of those fucking stunts because they were they were impossible. They literally strung that thing up with with fishing wire. Did deceptive editing on the film that it should have been an FEC? It should be a, not an FC. Should have been an FCC or an advertising violation. They were allowed to get away with it. That stupid yeah. thing. And by the way, I did love my evil Knievel bike. I would, I would I, launch it I off the too. end of the porch all day long. But <laughs> it couldn't do. They were doing backflips and having the evil Knievel toy bike land on its wheels and keep going. <laughs> In a million years, you'd better be able to throw a quarter onto your roof and have it stand on edge than to do that trick. Can we, can we do a class action suit? The sky cycle. <laughs> no chopper bike. The sky cycle was a replica of his shitty homemade rocket he tried to jump the Snake Canyon with, and nearly and it, and, killed and, and, himself. He nearly killed him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you remember the other fraudulent toy? And that this is not on there because I look. Super Jock. Oh well, Super Jock worked until your brother broke it by smashing it. <laughs> By smashing its head too hard and splitting the helmet, rendering well, I had, yeah, I had all of them: Super Jock basketball, Super, super Jock hockey, yeah, and super, and super Jock football, of course. I think I had all three as well. Great fucking toys. Ah, uh, brings us back, doesn't it? Brings us back. Hey, Zabe here from my bookie, the official sports book of the Zabe Cast. Real payouts, real customer service. Absolutely rock-solid place to get your sweet action on when it comes to sports. What a glorious time we're in right now. NFL is going. College football is going. About to add in the Big Ten and the Pac-12. Baseball playoffs are here every single night. There is no shortage of games to watch or bet on, and you need to get on with my bookie. Whatever it is you like to bet, 
lay low and then wham, hit them with a big right hook of a bet or maybe just dabble or have a little bit here, a little bit there. Do it from your phone. It's so convenient. Play some parlays, underdog parlays. Make meaningless games meaningful for you by putting a little something-something on it. And go to mybookie.com to do it. When you sign up, Use the promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, to claim a deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to 1000 bucks. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start in your winning season. Read the rules and regulations so you understand how the bonus payout works, and you're on your way. Promo code ZABE to claim that bonus when you make your deposit. Stacked UFC cards. The Masters coming up. Presidential prop bets. Oh, it is sweet action all over the place. MyBookie.com, the official and reputable and rock-solid sportsbook of this, the Zabecast. All right, let's talk about wives who need to shut the fuck up in the NFL. It was like something in the water this week. Golden Tate's wife starts going off on Instagram about, you know, my uh, my husband needs more looks. They need to feed him the ball. He's not getting enough looks. He was sat out of practice on Wednesday by the Giants. Matt Stafford, who's now on the COVID contact tracing sit-out list, his wife, Kelly Stafford, back at it again, complaining about a myriad of things, including the Lions not allowing enough fans into the stadium. She runs her yap about everything. Yes, she does. And uh, the latest is, who was the latest I just saw? Uh, wives that, that just are chirp, chirp, chirping. Oh, yeah. Uh, or not, yeah, Tack McKinley wants a trade. And not not his wife, but Tack McKinley. Remember Tack McKinley for the Falcons who brought the big framed photo of his grandmother on stage on draft night? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I was going to say, I mean, who the hell is that? Okay, now I remember. Right. So uh, he, he was bitching about not being traded and da-da-da, and, and, and he was talked to by Raheem Morris saying, hey, you know, we need to stay together as a team. But these wives that are speaking up, it's like, okay, this is not going to help. Social media is not your friend, and yet they keep on pep, 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 chirping. My, uh, I have, I happen to meet the queen, and oh my god, why can't I think of her? Miami Dolphins uh, defensive back. What was his name? Oh god, yeah, that would be Buster. No, not Buster Screen, but Brent Grimes. Okay, I met his wife because uh, my Johnson <laughs> AJ is like best friends with Brent Grimes. Yeah. And I met her. By the way, she is stunning. Really? Let me just say, let me just get that out of the way. All right. But I, I, but I did. But she is very. She's like that all the time. And I'm like, could you be married to that? All Miko Grimes. Miko Grimes. Miko Grimes. And here's the story. Miko Grimes arrested at Dolphins game because she tried to get in to the stadium. And she's like, don't you know who I am? <laughs> and the police were like, no, and we don't care. Arrested. Well, well, as we like to say, she's about that life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, really? yeah. Okay. So, she's now a radio talk queen. show host. Yep. I was going to say that. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, the Steelers-Ravens game, your thoughts. Lamar Jackson didn't get it done again. He's got seven turnovers in three game in the last three games against the Steelers. I don't know how many more times I need to say. <laughs> what, no, let, 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 can you can you give me the fact that I was 
Yes. One of the very few beating the yes. – he can't throw the forward pass consistently. But even when he got better in year two, you stayed on that beat. When, and I'm, I'm and you're still on I'm, that corner now. I'm and, yeah. still on it. Right. <laughs> I mean, he is a dynamic quarterback. Last He's year, dynamic. He, yeah, last year was a tough year for you, selling umbrellas on a sunny day. But uh, this year, it's raining, baby, and you're making a killing. He I just, mean, he, yeah, they're you know the league's catching up to him. Can we say that? I he what he does is not. Consistent, consistent. He plays great against the Bengals. He plays great against the the, uh, the the Lions. Teams like that. When a team is coached up and they know what they're doing, he looks average at best. This is the, this is the this is the whole it, this is the whole Lamar Jackson playbook. Again, fast quarterback. Is he better than Michael Vick? Um, no, probably not. At the height of Michael Vick's power. Do you remember the Michael Vick experience? Yes. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, which I was, keep trying to get. Which was a Nike campaign. That, yes, that was the was. word. They, and it was, a, it was a very cool thing. I think they portrayed him like a roller coaster. It, it was, it was a, it was a uh, roller coaster ride. Yeah. And you put on the visual glasses. Right. Yeah. It's the Michael Vick experience. Check it out. But – I, when I watched the Michael the, the Michael Vick thirty for thirty, I just forgot how. It's, I sort of like Jackson though. He was great when the play broke down. Oh yeah, no, he was spectacular. <laughs> I think the the touchdown run to win it in overtime in in Minnesota, one of the more spectacular runs in NFL history. Hit, just parting yeah. parting the sea up the middle. Nobody could get an angle on him, despite a lot of guys that had a chance, and he was great. I. I loved how he threw the ball, even though it wasn't that accurate. He was a real slinger of the ball. But his, he threw a pretty deep ball. That's no, what he, I, no, I he, remember. He did. T- deep ball, tight spiral, big arm, but he kind of he cracked the whip on that arm, and so it just wasn't that accurate. The Vic Flick, as they like to call the it. The Vic yeah. Flick, exactly right. So, anyway, uh, it looks like Danucci's out for the uh, Cowboys this week. They're going to some <laughs> other scrub. And in one of the more bizarre moves of the week, you had the Houston Texans pluck uh, Josh McCown off of the Eagles practice squad. What? And, and, and you go, why? Right. You're one in six. The fuck are you doing? Yeah. McCown is why? a high school coach in Charlotte who commutes up to Philly after games on Friday night. <laughs> Oh my god! And, uh, should I say it again? And, no, and, and Colin some, and Colin Kaepernick's ah, phone you. is silent. You said, I was going to say yes. New phone. Who did? Yeah, that's what but, I guess. That's how Colin answers it. But Kaepernick is not making himself available. He's not saying, "Hey, I want to play." He's not giving. Well, that it's partly his fault. I like. I'm now resonant to the fact that he didn't want to play. Anymore. No, he doesn't. He to just play. he he just wants to be an activist he, now. He wants to, he wants people to think that he wanted to play and that he was blackballed, which he was kind of blackballed. But I think now he's just not that interested in playing. But yeah. he would be way he would be way better than a lot of guys. Fucking Danucci. Like when I first saw Danucci, I go, "This guy's a joke. He's going to get killed out here." He looks like the and best they were player. trying to hype him up. Oh, oh my! Not, oh my! They, Al and and Chris were oh. trying. 
Well, this guy's a gunslinger. That's what you say for a shitty quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Gunslinger is absolutely the word. Okay, time to wrap it up. Here we go. F-T-G. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, what you got? Uh, mine is for the Harbaugh brothers. Both of them. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Two whiny bitches. The, 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 on the, the last play of the game, uh, John Harbaugh complaining, saying that Mika Fitzpatrick uh, interfered with, um, was it? That one of the just terrible Ravens wide receivers, right? And just bitching and just bitching and whining. Not that your QB gave us the ball like four times. That's the reason that cost you the game. And then Jim Harbaugh uh, just whining about COVID ruining his season. <laughs> oh my god, I can't stand the Harbaugh brothers. They are no. Oh my, and then the, it's funny. The speaking of the axis of evil, Tom Crean married the sister. So you got three bitches in that family. I, the, 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 the power of the asshole is strong in that family. Thanks, oh, my God. Thanksgiving dinner must be a doozy with them, huh? Oh, God. He's a big, he's a giant asshole. All right. So the Harbaugh's, as always, fuck those guys. All right. My fuck that guy goes to a maybe surprising recipient. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Dan Patrick. Ooh. Dan Patrick untaked one of the uncorked one of the least informed takes I've heard in a long time. He said that Wisconsin might shut their entire football season down due to COVID if they can't get on track and that they may turn Camp Randall Stadium into a field hospital. Two things. One the hospitals are not overwhelmed in the Madison area. I know. I'm an hour away from them right now. I've got people on the ground. They're fine. Are the case numbers up? Of course they are, but every, you know, there's no crisis. They're not going to make a field hospital out of a football stadium. That's number one. Number two, they're not canceling whatever games they can play because of television. Because the rest of the league, which has avoided the road, Jay, they need to play the games. You can't just take your ball and go home. So wherever Dan Patrick got that from, fuck him. Terrible take. Can I can I add one more one yeah. really quickly? Nate Silver, stop working. You're terrible <laughs> at this. He's not good at How it. does this fucking guy have a website or a job? Why do people go to him? He's terrible at what he does. Yeah. He's he's just the most famous pollster. I guess Frank Luntz would be the other famous guy. Twas not a good night for the pollsters. It makes you wonder, should all polling and, and politics just be done away with? Because there's no way to know. People are going to lie. They're just not going to answer the phone. It's pretty irrelevant. They're all off. It's, it's, a, it's a stupid art. It's yeah. dumb. Stop art. it. Why, art. Why do we... Art. art. Yeah. Please. Why, why do we listen? Why every four years does Nate Silver come trotting out? It's just stupid. All right, Jake. Godspeed, my friend. Thank you, sir. Have fun in Wisconsin. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. I will end on this today. If anyone listens to me on 97.3 The Game out of Milwaukee, Sunburn Bowl 2 is on officially. We are going to Riviera Maya in Mexico 
February 14th through the 21st, the week after the Super Bowl schedule and COVID willing. That's with the NFL, by the way. We're going regarding regardless of the COVID in this country or in Mexico. I pray to God. Uh, Mexico's open. They're in stage two. Uh, you're not going to have to wear a mask poolside or by the beach. Uh, the resorts are dying for business. We got an incredible deal. Uh, Brian Hurley of Travel Leaders put the trip together. Last year was fantastic. And uh, go check it out at the Game MKE on Twitter or or uh, 97.3 The Game on – actually, what is our website? Uh, oh, God, I should know this. Damn it. Hold on a second. I'm panicking. 97.3 TheGame.com. <clears throat> hey, there it is. 97.3 TheGame.com. Check it out. We'd love to have you on board. I believe it's going to sell out because of pent-up demand to get the fuck out of the country and to get on a beach this coming winter. And if you do not listen to me, you're not from Wisconsin, I think it's technically still possible to take advantage of these great prices for a week in Mexico at a really good resort. I think you'll have to get to, well, maybe you won't have to get to uh, Milwaukee to fly down with us. You might be able to come from other markets. I don't know. Bottom line is, ask. Brian Hurley is good at trying to accommodate people, so uh, let me know. Check it out at the game MKE on Twitter and 97.3thegame.com. All right. Tonight is Packers and Niners. If Green Bay cannot beat San Francisco, minus their entire team, then it, it bodes poorly for the rest of the season because this should be a road apple for the Green Bay Packers. We'll see what happens. Tomorrow it's football five ways Friday. My getaway football five ways Friday. And then I will be in Vegas playing some golf with the boys. I'm going to be off Monday and Tuesday from the radio. I will produce a podcast because the hustle and the grind never ends there. Some reports from Vegas. I'm staying downtown with the fellas. I'm staying at the D. I'm going to check out that new outdoor pool slash viewing area. The weather's apparently not going to be very good. I'll tell you about the golf, and I'll give you a report on how things are in Vegas. I've been told they're not very good right now. It's a long way from being back to Vegas like you and I know it, but I'll give you my firsthand account. That'll be next week. If you don't subscribe to Fridays, check it out. I think you'll like the football Five Ways product. It really slices and dices the NFL and college football weekend. Five different ways. Myself, Mr. X, talking about gambling, giving you some picks. My picks have been great this year, my locks at least. Charge has some fantasy advice. Uh, Tim Murray is usually our college football guy. Huge game from for Notre Dame. And Clemson, I know he's going to be jacked up for that as a Notre Dame Subway alum. Uh, as well as my one-word history lesson of the NFL every week. It's Football Five Ways Friday. Subscribe to it uh, by clicking on the link on my website, zave.com. That's zave.com or just uh, go to wherever you get your podcasts and then click on the premium to subscribe and it helps support this podcast and keep everything rolling down the road. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great night and we will see you tomorrow.